from somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, hell yes, Mr. Rob Roop, and hopefully my wife can earmuff the boy here as the podcast goes on. I am Mike, uh, my co-host, my wife Jenny with us, and she is uh, feeding Logan during the podcast. Yeah, he's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't wait for 30 or 35 minutes. He has to eat now. Well, you see, you saw what he did on um, Pizza Hut. He ate like two big bowlfuls of applesauce. Yeah, and I tell you what, if that kid, if he had teeth, he'd be mailing on pizza right now. Well, I just fed him before we left. Oh my goodness. And he was still hungry. Well, he's. We'll, we'll give you feeding updates on social media. Of course, you, know, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, speaking of Facebook, uh, a couple of interesting, couple of interesting scenarios over the last few weeks. Uh, you know how I kind of uh, lean more toward Twitter being bad when it comes to uh, content than Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like like I prefer Facebook to Twitter because with Facebook, for the most part, you're friends with the people that comment. There isn't this. Oh, in, yeah. yeah. There isn't so much the anonymous uh, name, anonymous uh, avatar, and uh, the online bullying. At least, not as much. Mm-hmm. Facebook has its problems, like um, censoring every damn thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So going back to October on the Mike Davidson Facebook page, uh, I you know, I was doing Halloween themed memes because you know people share them and get a good laugh out of them. I found one for Oscar Meyer Halloweenies. And basically, this was allegedly black licorice hot dogs. Which just sounds awesome, doesn't it? No. No, not at all. Well, and of course, I googled to make sure that this was a joke. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to post this and see if people lose their minds. But I want to make sure this is a joke. So, I knew it was a joke. I think a lot of people knew it was a joke. Four or five days after the fact that I posted this. This is in November, I get this notice. Yeah, we updated your photo because it might be providing false and misleading information. I was spreading misinformation with a meme-like picture about black licorice hot dogs. Wow. Yeah. Viewers, don't try this at home. Right, right. And again, this is something that you could Google. And if if you believe there are black licorice favorite, flavored hot dogs out there, how much meth do you do? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you've probably melted black licorice on hot dogs before. And then uh, earlier this week, on my personal Facebook page, not the Mike Davidson fan page, but my own personal Facebook page, I got flagged and was limited to some things I could do <laughs> for a post I posted back in late June. Nice. I just got a notice, and it was something uh, sexual or nudity in nature. And you know me, I am into hardcore pornography, and that's all I post on my Facebook profiles. And so, you know, I don't know. You might want to be careful about what you say because they're on to you. Oh, they I guess they are. But I mean, if if I posted anything sexual or naked in nature, it, it was probably you, I would be the first to know about it. You would be the first to know, yeah. And, and I, it was probably more tongue in cheek than anything. But tongue in what? <laughs> The, the cheeks on the side of your face. Just kind of, you know, a little more droll. Not, nothing that would get me flagged by Facebook. But, yeah, I, I, with those two flags within a, within a couple of weeks of each other, I, was, I had to ask myself, was there an election I missed? Because usually that's when they start, you know, you know hounding the, uh, the misinformation thing. And I remember last year the Mike Davidson Facebook page got uh, flagged for uh, me making a, a joke about uh, this 
one of those uh, just say no to drug posters from the late 80s about how pot led to a dude killing somebody over cranberries huh. Thanksgiving weekend. And of course I made fun of it, but I got flagged for misinformation. Mm-hmm. Facebook can be a very unfun place. It's almost like Roger Goodell running they Facebook. They wouldn't let me call my own cat a slut. Yeah. <laughs> and it's your cat. I'm like, excuse me, you don't know how she is. No. This is the truth. This no. is not misinformation. This is actual fact. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's just been some of my fun uh, with Facebook this past uh, couple of weeks. Now, speaking of fact and things, uh, you were kind of alluding to this last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, about your health because you, you've you gone to the doctor and you had some concerns about your thyroid. Yeah. Okay. So what's going on? Uh. Test results say some things are elevated, which should not be, but mm-hmm. it's not like a significant elevation. Okay. But I knew something was wrong because, A, I've, I've had a goiter for the last, like, three years or so. Okay. And some, some other things are going on with it, but um, it's just kind of minor things, but, like, not losing weight, my joints hurt, and just... And this, and this isn't just, you know, getting older. No. No. This is like... I'm not old. <laughs> well, you are 29. <laughs> that really didn't help. No, but you you, uh, you said a word called Hajimoto's. Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's. See, this is, why, this is why you're here to fact check me. I am. Okay, so what is Hashimoto's? What is this? Uh, Hashimoto's is a form of... Uh, thyroiditis, where mm-hmm. the thyroid becomes inflamed, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work as well. So, okay. um, basically, your metabolism slows way down. And there's just a, a whole host of uh, mm-hmm. symptoms. But th- this is not a fatal disease. This is just something that messes with your metabolism and actually uh, messes with your immune system a little bit? Uh, your immune system attacks your thyroid. Okay. So it's an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I haven't been necessarily diagnosed with it, but mm-hmm. he did toss around thyroiditis, right? Which would be Hashimoto's. Okay, so let's just say you know you take another test or two and it comes back and it says, yeah, you've got this. What do you do as somebody with Hashimoto's if you have it? If you've been diagnosed with it, and just like a a thyroid medication, like mm-hmm. a synthetic thyroid hormone, right. to um boost my metabolism and get me back to where I was. Right. Um, because, you know, after having three kids, you know, things yeah. do tend to slow down. And the thyroid is definitely overworked Yeah. when it comes to pregnancy. It's definitely overworked. Yeah. Um, it, just like the rest of parenthood. Yes. It's overworked. It's overworked. But, mm-hmm. um, sorry. Well, Wiping yeah. Logan off. <laughs> yeah, he, he's eating while we're talking. So yeah. yeah. He should be full now. We think. But, um, Hope. That's yeah. that's one thing that's not slowing down is his appetite. Yeah, so basically everything slows way down and mm-hmm. cholesterol kind of goes up and I've had some issues with that. Okay. But I do eat a lot of cheese, so I had to cut back on that. <laughs> well, you are in the Midwest. I am in the you are, Midwest. You are human. And by the way, fat-free ranch, not worth it. Get light. No. Don't get fat-free. It tastes like space food and it's disgusting. <laughs> It's totally not worth going to space. No. 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 But that's that's the update on your health. And, of course, if you we, you find out any more, you know. It'll be a while. About okay. three or four months. But I will tell you this. Since I've started taking magnesium. Right. I used to have 
this terrible, terrible pain in my foot and in my leg and in my back. Right. And ever since I started taking magnesium, mm-hmm. I have been like 95% been so good. I, like it would be so bad. I couldn't walk. I would have wow. to crawl and cry and just yell in pain. And like, it felt like my leg was on fire and someone was sticking needles in my tendons and it was bad, but yeah. I feel great now. So and it, it, it just goes to show that you are taking steps to, uh, yeah. to ensure that your health gets better and nothing too drastic. Yeah. Well, I still don't like drinking water. Can I have <laughs> some of that coffee? Yeah. Well, it's got, <laughs> be, be careful. It's got some water in it. That's what I've been told. So. Yeah. Coffee. Uh, one of the main ingredients is water. Yeah. That's, that's some of the caution there. And I do want to throw caution toward anybody that uh, might check out the Manning cast for Monday Night Football. We have an update on the on uh, Middle Finger Gate. Mm-hmm. Back a few months ago, Eli Manning was commenting on the uh, the uh, what was it? The Eagles and the Cowboys game. And again, NFC East teams have some pretty raucous fan bases. And Eli got a little carried away, and he gave the double bird on cable television. Well, it has shocked the nation. It has made the nation mad that something so profane could go out over the airwaves. The FCC since then, going back six, seven, eight weeks ago, has received nationwide three complaints about the middle finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is from a viewer uh, in Westchester, Pennsylvania. On ESPN, Monday Night Football, Eli Manning used profane gestures that were despicable and unacceptable and fines should be levied. Young Americans should never be exposed to something like that. It was disgusting. Another one wrote, Mr. Manning's actions are offensive to me as a viewer. It was also offensive as a Philadelphia native and sports fan. This person's never been in Philadelphia, by the way. I'm just (laughs) going to say that. Uh There was young children watching that broadcast last evening. Another one, the FCC should take appropriate enforcement actions against Mr. Manning and or ESPN for Mr. Manning's conduct to hold them accountable, etc., 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 no, no. Okay, what he did was wrong. He apologized for it, and I don't advocate Eli and Peyton going on their pot, their their remaining cast during Monday Night Football games, and just swearing up and down. It was an accidental gesture, and to me, going back to my old roots in the uh, the previous career in radio, I broke into commercial radio just months before infamous uh, Boobgate. Super Bowl. Uh, I was thinking about Boop Gate, yeah. Yeah, the Super Bowl halftime show where Justin Timberlake uh, tore open Janet Jackson's blouse. I think I was in high school. How old were you? Old enough. And uh, there was uh, the exposed boob. She had the X's over her nipple, but they were saying it was a wardrobe malfunction. Because, as you know, most women wear the X's under their bra. Um, I would only consider wearing X's on my boobs if <laughs> I wasn't wearing a bra. Exactly. It was almost orchestrated. But what always pissed me off, pardon Logan, what what angered me was the fact that uh, after that incident, television didn't really clean up its act. It was radio that, like especially the clear channel state uh, channels, the clear channel stations, they were like going overboard censoring the songs that they aired. So Man in the Box uh, became a man buried in his spit. Nobody believes that. Just bleep it out. <sighs> the thing, the thing about it is. This just proves to me these three complaints, and it kind of goes back to showing how cult, cancel culture is older than just what's been happening recently. Because right, there's always like with Nirvana, their song, well, no, rape me, which is yeah, that was a, wafe me. 
It's like what? Waif? Waif. Waif me? Waif. Who put that on? I think Walmart. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that's kind of a, like, that's a store choosing to censor an album. You can always go to Best Buy and get, well, we're going, we're, we're aging ourselves here, you know, 29 years old. But going back, like, to what I'm saying is, like, the FCC should not be loving tens of thousands of dollars on profanity. To me, that should go out the window. I think it should be up to the station owners to determine what goes out on the airwaves, and it should be up to the advertisers and the listeners, um, because it, it just it's insane. It, imagine accidentally saying the f bomb on the air, and then getting fined tens of thousands of dollars for that one little word. That's stupid. It is stupid. Hold on, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Good luck trying to find me. Yeah, we're not on a, a transmitter. But, I mean, that the FCC to me should only be uh, concerned with limiting uh, station ownership in markets, which went out the window back in the late 90s. And, boy, did radio get better with that. And, um, let, you know, regulating frequencies for transmitters so there's no bleed over in different markets. That's it. You shouldn't be regulating content like that. Let the marketplace decide what it will tolerate and not tolerate. And like I said about Eli Manning, this it's nothing. It's a middle finger. And you Philadelphia natives, oh, I can't believe that's profane. You've never been to an Eagles game in your effing life. <laughs> Get over it. Now, speaking of cancel culture, um, first of all, I think Dave Chappelle's going to be okay. So good news and, uh, and speedy recovery, Dave. Um, but there was a, <laughs> a recent poll. I think this was a Hill-Harris X poll. Uh, cancel culture. And it showed that a great deal of Americans don't agree with it. Like, here's how crazy it is. 70% of Republican-leaning responders say cancel culture's gone too far. Uh, no, 67%, I'm sorry. 67% Republicans say it's gone too far. 70% Democrats have said it gone, has gone too far. And 68 independents mm -hmm. gone too far. So this is almost bipartisan. Like, the numbers are pretty damn close to each other. It's something that most people on both sides of the aisle could agree with. Thing is, though, what drives cancel culture is social media. Because going back to what I said, Twitter, anonymous names, anonymous avatars, you can be a complete a-hole to somebody and just wear them down and say, this person needs to be go away, the show needs to be canceled, this album needs to be suspended. It's social media that does this. And it's also big media enabling social media to do this. Because how many news stories do you see about, oh, so-and-so's angered? On Twitter, they posted, Twitter is not a real place like Dave Chappelle said, so it can't be a real news story. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what do you do when something offends you? I vent to someone, and that's it. Okay. No, yeah. there's venting, but, you, I mean, do you... I mean... Most people would put down the book if it offended them. They would turn off the uh, the album or the show if it offended them and just go on with their daily lives. I'd vent and then walk away. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. it's almost like social media gives a, a purpose to people who are angry <laughs> to get out there and just be you a total dick. Gotta get angry. Dick. Gotta get mean! <laughs> you know, um, and, and I, think, I think a lot of people need to start realizing this. Like, you're not alone. And even that person that you don't agree with might agree with you on this. So, 
when you see people getting upset on social media it's a lot of finger pointing and less conversation yeah yeah you don't you don't just necessarily cancel somebody because they said a dumb joke 10 years ago I mean, I just uh, looked at my Facebook memories uh, on my personal page, and I uh, quoted the Simpsons episode where uh, Mr. Sparkles, the commercial, Mr. Sparkles! Mr. Sparkles. Yeah. That would get me banned from like seven states here in the United States. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at you, Massachusetts, but uh, yeah, if you want to take a look at the it's results. Okay. you don't like their football team. Anyway. I don't like anything about their sports culture, but I'm not going to cancel it. But uh, if you want to, you can take a look. Because you love being angry about it. Yeah, but I, I, oh, don't paint me into this corner. Uh, but anyway, you already are in a corner. I do have a corner, yeah, 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 and it sounds great. You know, I'm not going to get into that. You your Colts topic. panel behind you. I do. I'm, and I'm your dirty hat. And I'm enabled. But again, you can look at the poll results showing that Republicans, Democrats, and Independents effing hate cancel culture, and it is up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Kids love vegetables, though. Do that, they? That's good news. That's good. Go on with this. I'm very interested. Kind of good news. Because another poll on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. This might be a little um, a little off. 40%, that's two in five children here in the United States, think hot dogs are vegetables. Are they like veggie dogs? Well, they could be, but I think they think the, the overall concept of the hot dog, doesn't matter if it's... Uh, Pork, beef, veggie, whatever. Turkey. We got turkey, turkey dogs. We got turkey in dogs on it. They think it's a vegetable. Which just goes to show you that a lot of people don't think hot dogs are actual meat. They're made of black licorice, remember? <laughs> of course they are, man. Even even more shocking with kids. Forty six percent of them thought French fries were a type of animal. Where would you get that from? Grandma. Yeah, and uh, 41% were unable to correctly pinpoint that bacon comes from an animal. So they think bake. So not only do they not know that bacon comes primarily from a pig, they think bacon is a vegetable. Okay. Partial credit. I can I can get five servings of that, no oh, problem. Okay, I mean, you you usually cook dinner for the girls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hazel's still figuring things out. Lana, she's... Hi, Logan. She's four. Does she know where bacon comes from? No. No? We're... I don't tell her. Oh, well, yeah, it might make her upset. She it mean... might make her upset. If yeah. she asks, I'll tell her. Okay. Does she know that hot dog is not a vegetable? Yes. Okay, so she knows that? Yes. Okay, does she know where french fries come from? Uh, potatoes, yeah. She does? Okay, so two out of three. How old are these kids that don't know where a hot dog comes from? Uh, two. Okay, mm -hmm. well... I mean, a lot of us don't know where a hot dog comes from, but we also know that, hey, it's not the same as eating a carrot. No. No, not at all. So uh, the results of that poll, which everybody will agree with, are up on the My Goats and Facebook page. You sound excited. I'm just tired. Are you tired? Well, you gotta, you got to start stretching because we're just around the corner from the holidays. Uh -oh. And um, what, what yeah, you, I gripe about a lot of things with the holidays, like, you know, the fact that stores get crowded the fact that there are people that like Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. I love Christmas, but it, like I've said before, it's kind of like the Super Bowl of holidays. The actual game is good. It's the you can't call it Super Bowl. You have to call it something generic. The big game, yeah. But it's the actual 17-hour pregame show that kind of wears me down and the stupid commercials that go in between. Like, 
Like the uh, Kramer commercials? Uh, what the thing? They were airing the, the gingerbread Kramer yeah. commercials. They were airing those Labor Day weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm watching college football and this thing is coming on. That's just nuts. Hold on a second. But anyway, sorry boy. But anyway, he was trying to bring down a piece of electric equipment. But uh, a fan. The fantasy of light is coming back, and it starts up Tuesday. Yeah. This Tuesday, the sixteenth, a little early, but you know what? That's fine. I call this a beta test run for them because, unfortunately, last week I don't know the specifics of it. Uh, for those who don't know what Fantasy of Lights is, it's something that Blue Jacket, a charity here in Fort Wayne, puts on every year. We've gone a few years. It's always been incredible. They, a lot of great sponsors, a lot of great work goes into it. Well, this year, some idiots came into uh, Franke Park and ruined some of the displays. And uh, to me, that absolutely sucks. You have to be a cold-hearted Grinch to do that. That's that's worse than complaining that's about... cold-blooded. Cold-blooded, yeah. You, it's worse than complaining about Christmas music. It's worse than complaining about the malls. This is somebody saying, you know what? I'm going to wreck a bunch of families' good times. Uh, before they even get a chance to look at these lights and destroy them. You know this was punk kids that did this. There's no way in hell yeah. a parent would do this. I don't know. You worked with some really irresponsible people. Uh, they're Like currently or before? Both. Yeah, but they're usually too drunk to get up and do anything. But yeah, I just I saw that, and I was trying to get more details because they were airing the uh, the television report this morning. But as you know, our kids were like loud, and the closed captioning stopped working, so I have no idea. But they said, from what I understand, when I'm looking at the web update, Tuesday they're still good to go. Okay. And here's what: if you go to the Fantasy of Lights, I mean, they usually ask for you know they. Is it like? Like ten dollars a car? Yeah, ten dollars a passenger car. Yeah. yeah, and you can give a little more if you want. I would say give a little more this year to help them up out with the efforts to keep this thing going because, to me, that absolutely sucks. You know, Blue Jacket does great things in Fort Wayne helping people find employment. And, you know, you want this to be a thing that happens Thanksgiving weekend through the new year so people can go out and enjoy their holiday. Yeah. Um, do you want to share the story about how you proposed to me? Okay. Well, this does not involve... Not, not the fantasy applies... No, no, that's the fantasy Light. lights. Lights, not lights. Sorry. Yeah, no, this is. Uh, we're going to get our uh, Christmas displays mixed up here, but this was uh, the walkway of lights down in Marion. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the year before I proposed to my wife, we went there. It was on a week down. It was like a Thursday night. Not there's only a few cars in there, and uh, it, it itself, in and in itself, a great light display. So I was like, hey. You know, the next year, I'll just take her there Saturday and propose to her there. Well, I pulled my sh uh, shoulder working out, so I'm in immense pain. I think she ended up driving just because I could not drive. I was like, Argh. I still remember that night where you were sitting at my parents' kitchen table. I'm like, are you okay? And you wouldn't talk to me. I'm like, yes. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, mm -hmm. but uh, oh, we, get there, we get there. We get there Saturday night. And the place is packed. Like, there's a mile-long line to get into this place, and we couldn't get out of the car, and it was just like, crap. So, on the way back... 
Well, I we just, stopped at a Starbucks in we Marion. Sto- we did. You got a snowman cookie. But uh, on the way back, I was like, well, I got to do something because I haven't proposed to her yet. So we went to a smaller one in uh, Highland Park in Kokomo. Which was right next to where we lived. Yeah. And I uh, got out and I proposed to her in a gazebo. And she said yes. It was it was a cold night, too. There was snow on the ground and everything. It was great. The ring box snapped in your pocket, and you said you stepped on the twig. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, makes sense. Yeah, see? I was I was very smooth. But Yeah, how did, how did it go? You're like, look at those birds or something. Yeah, I was trying to distract her. But things like that happen at Christmas light displays. Yeah. Some good, good memories, like, you know, in Kokomo, Marion, Fort Wayne, no matter where you yeah. go. You know, th- those are supposed to be fun moments, and to the douchebags that uh, defaced. Fuck you. <laughs> well, now we lost the PG-13 rating here. Yeah. So, but Went straight to R. Yeah, straight to R. Well, that's what happens when you ruin Christmas. Yeah, jerks. Now, okay. Fantasy of Light's great. Christmas Light's great. I love Christmas Light's. One thing I do not like mm. at all. Elf on a Shelf. Mm, yeah. And I was reminded of this terrible concept when earlier this week a judge in Georgia uh, did a joke ban on Elf on the Shelf. He said he wouldn't go after people that owned one. He said, I'll let you all fly. But he was just saying how much he doesn't like it. Parents, let me ask you a question. Why the hell are we doing Elf on a Shelf? Like, we're not doing it in our house. But, like, collectively, why are we doing this? Because the Elf, what's, what's his name? Bubba? Buddy? Well, sure. No, is that from the movie? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's an elf. We'll just call him Bubba. Bubba, like you have to move Bubba. <laughs> His name ar- is not Bubba. You have to move Bubba around the house. <laughs> you don't. And have him spy on the kids and, uh, oh, he's watching you. But here's the thing. Santa Claus already spies on you. He knows if you are bad or good. So this seems redundant to me. And the fact that you have to get up every night and move this thing around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, my boss was saying how her kids were waking up in the early hours of the morning when she was moving her. She's like, go back to bed. Yeah. yeah. Go back to bed. Okay. And, and also, I mean, how does she explain how Bubba works to the kids? His name is not Bubba. Well, for the for the sake <laughs> of the podcast, we're calling him Bubba. <laughs> All right. So, like, like. I don't know. Because, like, to me, Bubba is just like Barbie or G.I. Joe. It's a toy. It's not like Santa Claus. Oh, I know. I think one of her kids kind of. Was figuring things out. Like, I've seen these cookies at Subway. (laughs) We just were there yesterday. Bubba apparently has Subway cards. Yeah, gift cards. (laughs) Yeah. So, catching on, catching on. Oh, my God. Yeah, so just stick with Santa Claus, man. And, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Just And besides, it looks like something one of our cats would chew anyway. So, I mean, I'm I'm not buying into it. Everything else about Christmas, I'll buy into. Thank you, Logan. Um, and some good news, I guess, for people that love being s- stranded on the holidays here. Uh, apparently, we're all traveling again. Well, most people are. Uh, AAA has said that, what, 53 million Americans are expected to hit the uh, United States highways here for Thanksgiving weekend, which is up significantly for some odd reason uh, from last year. Still a little below uh, the average two years ago, but still. 53 million Americans traveling more than 50 miles away to Grandma's house this year, and I think that's pretty damn cool. We haven't really done that because obviously we got uh, we got the boy, we got the kids. Uh, they're still not really uh, up for long distance road trips. But to me, um, and, and we'll have to step out because somebody was being noisy. Uh, 
<laughs> to me, uh, Thanksgiving is just a great time to be with family. And uh, I hope you make the concerted effort to get out there and spend it with your loved ones this holiday season. I, th I think last year we were all just damn scared, most of us, uh, except for me. I still had, uh, you know, I had obviously my wife, my two daughters. Logan was still, he was on his way. We had uh, Jenny's uh, mother with us, and we had my parents and my brother with us. A lot of people last year canceled Thanksgiving plans because they were afraid, but here's the thing before all the craziness happened uh, my uncle Jimmy passed away and this was you know like I said before pandemic mania happened he was he for the last two decades was struggling with a pacemaker had a bad heart he was optimistic toward the end but this was my dad's younger brother you know he passed away and I said this is a mentality I've gotten from my dad you know you don't know if you know especially when you get older when the next time you're going to see that parent is again and that's why I invited them up because I wanted them to spend Thanksgiving with us and I remember at the end of Thanksgiving when we got done with the meal and they're on their way home you know I, I hugged my dad you know it, no masks none before of that or after he yelled at our cat uh probably after Dave when, <laughs> when he did that I thought it was you and I came around with my crazy eyes <laughs> Uh, but but like I, I hugged him, man, because like uh, we don't hug, and I it was just a stressful year, and it, it, this year was kind of stressful too. So I might yeah. give him two hugs, but you know if you have the chance to spend your Thanksgiving, your Christmas, your Hanukkah, your Boxing Day, whatever, your your Bubba the Elf Day with whoever you love, do it because I mean, like I said, you you, you can't waste time like that. You know, if uh, back in World War Two, if uh, Germans and you know the Axis and Allies can stop fighting for one day, so can you. I think that was World War One. Whatever. <laughs> it was one of them. Yeah, World War Two, the Germans weren't as civil. Uh -huh. uh, uh, I'm not saying they're great at all because no. they're not. I know that they didn't celebrate Hanukkah. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. No. So let me see. Uh, dicks. Yes. 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 Don't and, get it twisted. Yeah. Don't. Well. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was our R-rated version of the Mike Davidson Lives podcast. Uh, we will be back next week. Who knows how many? I'm really have. tired, so I That's get kind of I get kind of feisty when I'm tired. And sometimes it makes for great podcasting. But uh, maybe not tonight. But but anyway, like I said, you, you know, we'll talk more about the holidays next weekend because that'll be the podcast before Thanksgiving weekend. I'm gonna be busy. We're all gonna be busy, but we'll I gotta make, make pie and your mm. Mike's giving blend. You know, a little coffee. Tell them about your Mike's giving. Basically, blend. basically, it's a Thanksgiving blend of coffee with my name on because I that's my favorite blend in a certain. Uh, the MGB. Yes. But anyway, that's that's it for this week. Enjoy your upcoming week. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at Facebook.com backslash M Davidson Live. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live. 